Hey guys, welcome back to Beauty School Bobby, brought to you by L'Oreal Access and Lead. We are so excited to be here with one of my graduates. This actually happened very last minute. Amanda Lamour is in town from um, LA, and we are so excited to have you here. Yay! I was hoping that we were gonna connect like on a hangout, but I was like, let's just record our episode. We had planned a trip to come to Los Angeles right before COVID happened. Yes. Um, and then we had to cancel that. So getting you in Knoxville is actually like, I kind of love it. I kind Yay. of love that we're getting this. And then next time we come out, we'll get you yes. there for sure. But welcome to the show. Thank you. So I want to let the audience know, we're going to kind of rewind a little sure. bit. So where, how you and I met. So I was trying to do the math, but I'm like super bad at math. So we met in 2013. Yeah. 2012 is when I like first started coming in. So almost 10 years ago. It's, it's wild. so crazy. So yeah. I remember, it's so weird because I remember you coming in like with mm-hmm. your mom, right? Yep. Like on the tour yep. Um, and meeting with you then. And I was new at the school. So I was still like figuring out yeah. kind of what I was do- doing, but we connected like immediately. So you um, we're kind of at a place in your life where you were making a big change. So yes. talk about like kind of where you were at that moment. Yes, totally. So um, when I entered, I was I was 18, like going on 19. I was living like on the University of Tennessee campus, um, but I was an athlete. I've been an athlete my whole life. Um, and that's really the only place that I ever felt like I kind of belonged. Um, I had went to Hawassi College in Madisonville, Tennessee. <laughs> I was driving from UT every day, living in living on the University of Tennessee campus, commuting to Hawassi. Wait, so why um, were you living at UT? Like, I was I was dating a guy at the time. Yeah, I went to UT, so I just I wanted that lifestyle. I, yeah. I had a lot of friends that went to UT, and honestly, I wanted to go to University of Tennessee as well. Um, so that was, I just, I had always grown up around that, but I, I wanted to play basketball so, so bad. So Hiawassee is where you got your scholarship, right? Or that's yes. where you were going to play basketball yes. at. So, so I got a basketball scholarship um, from, I, I had several offers, but I ended up going to Hiawassee just because like I, I wanted like a little small town feel. I went to, yeah. I visited some places in California as well. Um, oh, so California was like yeah, an option even back totally. then. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I always knew that I kind of that I wanted to go that more West Coast route, but I love my parents. I'm an only child. Yeah. I love them so much. So it, it was very hard for me. That was honestly their their um, their opinion was very heavy on my decisions that I made. Um, and I was always thinking about that because like all my family is here. Um, I want to be here and I want some type of roots here. I want some type of connection to this area. Um, just because even though now I'm in LA and, you know, working there and I'm traveling all around, like honestly, a lot of things, they always come back to this area too. And I, I feel like I am always, um, just referencing Tennessee School of Beauty or just like the University of Tennessee in general to like everyone that I'm speaking to. So have you met a ton of people out there? I feel like that ends up happening. Like we're like paths cross. Have you met people out there that are like, I'm from Knoxville or I have family in Knoxville or like, does that happen? I have, I have totally. Um, It's actually really wild. So the first time I ever went out there was actually just right after high school, 2011. Um, I was dating a guy at the time. We went to this restaurant called BJ's and our waiter came up to me and he recognized recognize my accent, which I don't really have I was going to say, it's like gone. Yeah, I was like, I don't really have one, but like maybe he could hear like a little bit going on there. But um, he said, you know, where are you from originally? And we were right, we were smack in the middle of like Los Angeles, California. And he, um, I said, you know, I'm from, I'm from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, this is literally my first day out here. I got off the plane yesterday. Um, and he said, I graduated from Sevier County High School. That and is I gra- so I graduated crazy. from Sevier County High School. Yeah. So I was just like, 
Wow, it, it little subtle confirmations like all along my journey. Like what totally. What was like the draw for you? Like I loved LA and mm -hmm. all that stuff because I like grew up watching Laguna Beach and I totally. was like obsessed with Kristen Cavallari. Like still yes. to this day, I'm like, oh, and we're both in Tennessee now. Like want to be best friends. But yeah. um, I was always like, I went on my senior trip to mm -hmm. LA. Like I wanted, oh I went to Laguna Beach and like. I remember just being like, I always felt drawn to it for some reason. What sure. was the connection for you? Same, honestly. My so my mom's dad, my grandpa, he was in the Navy. Um, he was in he was stationed like right outside of California. Like he lived in Pasadena for a while. And I remember him always talking about like just going to Pasadena and that like I needed to get out there too, that he just saw me out there. Um and I hate talking about not feeling like I ever belonged anywhere, but yeah. like I was an athlete leading up to being in Tennessee School of Beauty and leading up to the beauty industry. So like I never really, I didn't feel like I really belonged anywhere. I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. Mm -hmm. and then Tennessee School of Beauty for me was a very like fitting experience. It gave me a lot of confidence and allowed me to even facilitate that move to Los Angeles. So yeah, it's... Um, it, it at first was very intimidating. I had very thin skin. I was always mm -hmm. like a very sensitive, I'm a cancer. So mm -hmm. July baby, I'm a very sensitive like soul. I'm very empathetic for everyone. I feel like I feel a lot at all times. Um, but that's what's interesting about LA is like, it's such a melting pot. Everyone is chasing their dreams. They're so passionate about everything that they're doing. Um, and I think it just kind of like let me kind of do my thing. It let me be me for yeah. like one, like how T Tennessee School of Beauty did also. Like it let me be like actually me for the first time in my life. Yeah. I think I told you that like I went into Tennessee School of Beauty really, I wanted to be a makeup artist. Mm -hmm. Like that was my thing. Like yeah. I loved makeup. I would sit at home when I was like 16 and 17 in high school still like, and I would just, I would, I had acne, terrible acne and I wanted to just cover that acne up. And I was like, YouTube, let's learn how to do makeup. Um, and so I would, I would just like badger my mom. I'm like, mom, take me to Sephora, take me to Sephora. I want to get new makeup. I want to get new makeup. Um, and so I like, I built this, like I had a huge makeup collection and I was like, <laughs> I want to do makeup. Um, and then I remember one day she took me to, it was right, right before Christmas time. She took me to the Clinique counter mm -hmm. in West Town Mall. Um, and I was having some breakouts. I had like a lot of acne and I went to the Clinique counter and I said, you know, and like, how old are you at this time? Like you're like in high school still. 17, 18. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm just about to graduate high school. Totally. Um, and she took me to the Clinique counter and I was talking to the, to the lady at the Clinique counter and she said, you know, um, you know, like, what do you feel a lot with your skin? You know? And I said, I'm oily. I said, I feel oily all the time. I have a lot of pustular acne. I'm an athlete. So I'm, you know, I'm exercising all the time. Um, and she was like, well, you know, do you ever feel tight or dry after you wash your face? And I was like, yeah, sure. Sometimes. So she said, well, you're dry. You're a dry skin type. So she sold me a dry kit uh, from Clinique. And I promise you, like everything I've told you guys, like I'm not dry. I'm oily. Yeah. I'm one of the oiliest people I've ever treated. Um, and I have a, I'm very acne prone. So that was a very like turning point for me. I took that kit home and I started using it and that was maybe two months before I started school. Yeah. So entering into Tennessee School of Beauty, especially with the instructors that I had, which I was very fortunate to have yeah. at that time, like they they were so blunt with me and that's what I needed. Yeah. It was like a readjustment and like a little shake up there. Like yeah. so you don't need to cover this up. We can fix this and we can like move forward. Like yeah. you don't have to always be worrying about this. So 
Yeah, and you came incredible. in, yeah, like wanting makeup, and that's yeah. what you wanted to do. And even at that time, like we didn't even have our makeup no. program incorporated into the aesthetics program that we do now. Like yeah. you were coming in using like glow minerals, yes, um, and like minerals. learning like bare minimum at that time of makeup. Like it was mostly skincare. Yes, um, and I remember like talking about that and being like, "Well, there are people that gravitate towards makeup at that time." Which now, like I said, yes. we have the makeup program included, but because there were so many people that wanted that mm -hmm. and were asking for that, but you were prior to that time, but your whole, your whole like journey, um, switched when you started at TSB. Like, so what Everything. was that? Like, what do you remember from that time? As far as your conversation that you had, like with family about being like, I'm leaving Hiawassee and I'm going to beauty school. Like how, do you remember the day that you I like do. sat down and talked about that? I do. I even remember like, cause I had a knee injury at the time. So I was like, I was laid up in my apartment at university of Tennessee, like with my leg up on my pillow in a, in a knee brace. Like I was watching and it's, it's crazy to say this now, but like I was, I was watching botched. <laughs> I was watching botched and I saw that they had a, a medical esthetician on the show and she was, um, she was doing like a little bit more like invasive treatments and she was doing more corrective type treatments. Um, and she had someone on there with acne and hyperpigmentation. And I was just like, I never knew this, an esthetician, like, to be honest with you, initially I was like anesthesiology. <laughs> like I thought that, like, I thought I was going to yeah. have to go to school for like six years or something to do something like that it was like a doctor, like a degree that you needed to get. Um, and then I, I just, I remember like forwarding that episode to my mom and I was like, watch this. I was like, this is really cool. And at the time, like, I still thought I wanted to, I thought I was going to be in the NBA, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I thought I was going to be the next, like, Kobe Bryant. Like, I seriously, like, I wanted to, I wanted to play basketball for my entire life. Yeah. Until, until Tennessee School of Beauty, I never felt, I, I never had a calling for a job. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to, like, there's, you know, maybe marry a rich man. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Did but, you like, wear makeup when you played in high school? That it's a, Were you like the Because I can't imagine you being like, you're so pretty. Yeah, and I feel like you were the you. one like done up. Like, were you done up? Yes. Before, did you do your makeup before games? I was, it's, it's funny <laughs> that you asked if I did makeup before games because um, I actually, I had one of my best friends that was on my high school basketball team with me too. We would run in at halftime. Like we would make sure that we were <sighs> the first people Stop. in at halftime. We would run in to the locker room and we would reapply before coach got in there because he, Stop. if he got in there and he saw us reapplying, but I was sweaty. <laughs> I was sweating and I need, I was like, oh no. Like I know they were sitting far away, but like even the cheerleaders when I would go to throw in the ball, like I would be right there next to them. And it was just like intimidating, yeah. like I, always. Like I was always just like not trying. I mean, yeah, no, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Like I was always trying to like strive for perfection. Yeah. Like I was always like, no, they cannot see me like this. They can't, I want to be on yeah. at all times. So, okay. Yeah. Can we like, we're going to switch like a little bit, but can yeah. I, just cause you said like you were striving for perfection always. Yeah, like sure. I have like deep done a deep dive on this a little bit because yeah. I've always been like, I'm a perfectionist sure. and I, whatever. Okay. Well that creates so much drive. Mm -hmm. Um, and even though I think it can go and kind of be like negative sometimes, sure. like I think there are things, but I will say it's negative for us, for yeah. whoever is carrying that, it can be really negative, Sure, but it also is the thing that I think pushes a lot of successful people mm -hmm. outside of comfort zones. Like it almost creates this, like, I don't know if it's like this optimism yeah. or like what it is, but there's almost this thing like, why can't I do it? Yeah. Because I can do it and I will do it perfectly. Like it just yeah. is something different in you. And I think that like 
I think that that's one of the things that has like consistently mm -hmm. been with you and yeah. has made you so good and has made you actually like achieve all of the things that you've been able to achieve as somebody that graduated from Sevier County High School. You know, totally. like I think a lot of people and not that there's like anything wrong with no. like staying in your hometown or anything like that. Like Nothing. I think that that's a great path for a lot of mm -hmm. people. We've talked about like a couple of people that we've stayed connected with. And I think mm -hmm. that that is a thing that all of us have. And as yeah. long as you like keep it that in check, I think it's okay. Like, I think that there's, you have to like be aware of it and be like, okay, I know that not everything's going to be perfect all the time mm -hmm. and whatever. And like, you kind of like just look at things differently, sure. but I do think it creates like a really special drive yeah. too, yeah. Um, to be the best at sports. Like yeah. there's a competitive drive in there too. And yeah. then that continues through when you're not playing sports anymore, sure. you know, when that's what you identify as, I yeah. think it creates now, now your drive and perfection and whatever has now gotten you to what you're doing yeah. um, and where you've been in your career already at such a young age. Cause you're 29 right now. Yeah. Yeah. And you've achieved so much and yeah. I want to get into kind of what you're doing in a second, but um, just for people that are thinking like, is this the right move for me? Is beauty school what I need to do? Like what advice do you have for them? If you, if you have that seed planted in your mind, if you have any type of interest, I would say absolutely go for it. Um, like you said earlier, like my parents were a little bit hesitant as well. Mm -hmm. um, I will also say Tennessee School of Beauty is very affordable compared to a lot of the programs that I've seen. And like the education that you get is incredible. Like they, they leave nothing un, unturned for sure. Um, my parents didn't want me to do it. They wanted me to stick to that normal, like, college routine. Mm -hmm. And I really had to, like, be adamant on them about, like, like I th I think this is a good move for sure. Um, they did not, you know, they were not behind me at first. Like, I'm, like you mm -hmm. said, I brought my mom in. Um, we were kind of talking back and forth about just, like, the possibilities. But my dad wanted me, like, he said, you know, continue on. Do that basketball thing. Like, go do your business thing. Get your business degree, which, like... Thankfully, I, I did a little bit like further on down the road, but mm -hmm. this was this was really what built me and it gave me my confidence to move forward as well. Um, like I said, I came in starting wanting to do makeup and the instructors were really what it like hammered at home for me. Like there was it was the information was very clear. Mm -hmm. So that was like it was a no brainer. Like I, this is what I want to do. It, I, I can learn a lot and it's a short amount of time. I can turn this into like return on my investment yeah. immediately. So mm -hmm. it's it, not just about the money, but like building a sustainable career. Mm -hmm. Are you happy? Yeah. Like, are you happy <laughs> with what you're doing? And there have been a lot of times in this career with me too that, you know, it's a lot of, um, Back and forth. I don't want to even say bullying, but the industry is very small. Mm -hmm. Like, here we are again sitting together here. Yeah. But, like, the industry is very small. I saw that you interviewed Sam Via. Yeah. And, like, I've, like, it's it's wild. I, like, two years ago, we went to, like, a, a show and I, I got to hear him speak. And mm -hmm. it's just amazing to hear people like that speak. So, it's just wild to hear, like, people that you never thought that you would get to connect with. Yeah. Like, the, like, we're connecting with them. They're giving you encouragement. And, like, I think that's what kind of, like, kept me going. So, like, anybody who has that hesitation, I just want to say, like, I I truly never felt at home until Tennessee yeah. School of Beauty. And I that's not just pumping you guys up. Like, I've, I've been to a lot of schools now, like, being an educator as well. Um, it's just such a well-rounded process. 
and you guys care about us after we leave. Yeah. And that's what I love to see because mm-hmm. it's not about getting my tuition. Yeah. It's not about you guys turning a profit. Yes, that's part of the business and it always will be. But you can, like, here I am. Yeah. I've been, like, a cheerleader of you and, like, seeing yes. you go do these big things. I'm, like, liking every story, like, loving everything because mm-hmm. it makes me so happy to see mm-hmm. you being able to do what you love and, like, really just thriving in that. And yeah. I think it's one of those, like, pay it forward things. Like, sure. I want to give that to you guys and be your support and confidence, like, yeah. while you're there. But now you're doing that on such yeah. a different level. So I wanted to talk about this letter that you brought because you said your parents were, like, not on board. They were not on board. Like, saved I did. The letter um, that, like, actually says, like, after you enrolled, like, Adam wrote you a letter saying you're perfect for this and I know you'll be successful. Um, You know, like, just giving you that confidence. And I love that this is, like, saved. Like, I feel like I I was so excited. That's original. I know. My parents won't even let me take that home with me. Like, you guys, I live in in Los Angeles now. My parents still live (laughs) here in Tennessee. They do not let me take that letter (laughs) to my home. They keep that on their refrigerator next to a photo of me. And because they, like, they're proud of that. Like, they, because maybe that's the first time in their life, too, that I was, like, I'm, this decision Mm -hmm. is my decision. Yeah. I'm making this decision for me. I know I will be successful, like, whatever that I go forward. And I really felt that. Like, I, there was never a doubt in my mind when I was at TSB. I remember even talking to you about, like, wanting to potentially stay here. Mm -hmm. And saying, like, I, you know, what, what could I potentially do in Tennessee that Mm -hmm. would be good for me? And talking to, like, accounts around the area as well and just being like, like, where do I need to fall? Yeah. And then knowing that the scope of practice in California and just, like, cosmetology board was so different there. Yeah. Um, I knew I wanted to go towards more education um, and just, like, a- administrative work and things like that and teaching. Um, but then I was brought back out here. I was only in California for about two years. Mm-hmm. And then I was I, I came back out here um, with my daughter and my husband at the time and— it was, um, he was going to nursing school and I was working in Turkey Creek at mm-hmm. Light RX, face and body. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing laser hair removal and I loved it. I was the clinic director there. I was, you know, that's the thing about this industry too, is like how versatile. Like I, I told you earlier, yeah. I came into this industry to do makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as I got into aesthetics class, we'll talk about this at, a, like, at another time in here, but like. I, the information that they were giving, mm-hmm. I've never wanted to grab on information like that. I was yeah. just like, why have I not learned this before? Yeah. Why, ha- why, why did I not know as an athlete, you know, playing soccer, playing outside every single day, why didn't yeah. I know I needed to wear sunscreen every yeah. day? I have acne, you know, <laughs> potentially actinic keratosis. So I need to wear sunscreen. Yeah. Like I need sunblock. Like these things are very important. Washing your face, cleansing it off every day. Like I wear makeup every day. Like you said, yeah. I wanted to cover that mm-hmm. acne up and I was not taking, like, it's just, it's a, it's a simple process. And it's, it's funny now to me to like go back and be like, wow, i it was, it was just kind of, like, all over the place. Yeah. I think, too, like, when a lot of people, like, were in classes, like, through high school or whatever, and it's, like, math and English and whatever, and we don't mm-hmm. have the thing that we, like, latch on to. Sure. But once you find that thing, it's, like, you want to know everything. Like, you deep dive on every piece of information mm-hmm. you can get, and I love seeing that in yeah. our students. I think that that's something that's so fun, too, is, yeah. like, seeing them just, like, jump in and be all in on something. I think a lot of people are like, well, I couldn't make it at mm-hmm. traditional college. Like, I hated it. I want to go to class or whatever. But then they end up coming to beauty school and being, like, 
A++ students yeah. because it's something that they're interested in. Like sure. they actually care about it. And then I also think the information is like easier to retain when you sure. care about it too. Like, cause you're like, oh yeah, I love this. And so I'm going to learn it and actually like know it. Like, I think it's, it's different too. Cause school, um, I'm sure was like fine for you, but I think in, when you were in aesthetic school, I think it really like yeah. took off too of like the information that you had when you left. We're gonna take a quick break from the podcast to hear a word from our sponsors. Today's sponsor for this episode is LEAD. LEAD is the first degree designed with beauty professionals in mind. To create future professionals and leaders for this fast growing industry, Rolfs has partnered with L'Oreal, Arizona State University, and Mesa Community College and is proud to launch the first ever college and university degree designed specifically with beauty professionals. It's time to acknowledge the level of impact beauty professionals have in our lives. Every year, an individual consults with a beauty professional over 48% more than a physician. This is why advancing the accredited education of beauty professionals is our mission. LEAD is shaping the future of beauty by developing the minds and expanding the intellect of beauty professionals who maintain and restore our self-expression and well-being. For more information, visit leadinstitute.degree today. Folks at Access, L'Oreal's online destination for professional education, are ready to kick off the holidays. Because they love cosmetology students so much, they're launching a holiday promotion just for you. It's called Haul for the Holidays, and trust me, it's a haul like no other. And what's even better is that it couldn't be easier to participate. So here's how it works. Starting on November 1st, you will log into L'Oreal Access, complete the Haul for the Holidays learning plan, which has been curated just for students so they can learn about different L'Oreal professional hair care and color brands. And then you'll hop over to L'Oreal's Level Loyalty Reward site and enter to win the Ultimate Stylist Starter Kit. 100 students will win the holiday haul containing prizes like a mannequin head, a carbon comb, tint brushes, mixing bowls, super cute capes and aprons, towels, a ton of full-size L'Oreal products, and so much more. Then 10 lucky winners will get all of that plus enough level points to redeem for a nice set of shears or a Dyson hairdryer. Typically, you have to earn points on level by buying L'Oreal products, but with Haul for the Holidays promotion, you have the chance to get them for free. How insane is that? Students will have just until before the end of November to complete it. So make sure you're signed up for both L'Oreal Access and L'Oreal Level Loyalty Rewards program. More info is on its way, but go ahead and get excited. This is about to be a happy holiday indeed. Now let's get back to the episode. So tell us, I know that you had just kind of mentioned that you came back to Tennessee for a little bit. What has your career path been um, since you went back to California? Sure. Um, so I've, I've always retained my own kind of like private practice just mm-hmm. to make sure like anyone who's reaching out to me via like my website or via my Instagram, like I can give them the help that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always done... Everyone always says sells through education, but mm-hmm. I've always been very like education oriented and like 
this is why this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I jump on a 30-minute call with me. Like, let's do a little consultation. Like, I want to learn about your life mm-hmm. because that's where, like, it starts. That's how I, I, I learned through, like, my own experience, too. Like, are they active? Are they not active? Are they stressed? Are they sleeping? Like, what's going on in their life um, at that time? Because, you know, you never know really what's going on. So that's how also, like, it's huge with skincare because our skin is a mirror of our of our inside, like how mm-hmm. we're feeling. So you've done your own thing. I have, Like, yes. for a while, yes. for sure. But then you ended up, like, with a bunch of different products, different brands. Like, yes. you worked with a little bit of everything, which I, I have. love. I think yes. it's so good to kind of, like, learn every side of the industry. Sure. Like you said, this industry is really small. Yeah. But I think that connections are made easily. Yeah. So tell us kind of what you've done because you've done a little bit sure. of everything in aesthetics. That's it. Uh, I think that was one of the biggest things for me, too, was, like, I didn't, like you said, I, I wanted to start off on that makeup path. But post that and when I started getting actual treatments in school my acne started to subside a little bit and Mm -hmm. then it was like I didn't need to cover that acne up as much and it's like wow we can do very corrective controlled treatments here um so I like I said I knew I was moving to California um I knew I was going to go out to LA so immediately when I went to LA um I started working with European Wax Center I started doing some trainings for European Wax Center yeah um and I I love that I love just like the training aspect and just making sure that like we knew that skin health and skin integrity needed to be, like, number one. Like, yeah. no matter what, these protocols need to be upheld, and this is the reason that we're doing these things. Um, from from European Wax Center, I kind of just transitioned to be, like, a little bit more on that clinical side. So after Tennessee School of Beauty, um, I actually worked for a company called Cosmolon, um, Mesoesthetic. They are specialized in hyperpigmentation, and they have a lot of amazing, like, doctors that work with their peels and products specifically to like inhibit that hyperpigmentation um, and higher Fitzpatrick skin types because going out west you have you know I'm dealing with a lot of richer Fitzpatrick's four or five and six so it was just amazing. So and are you following like any of what she's saying with these words that she's using? Yeah, sorry. Like doesn't she sound so smart? I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like the smartest ever. No. <laughs> I'm keeping up. Fairly well, well for my prior knowledge of the space. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm, I'm really trying it. to say less. No, say it. Like, I love it. I just know as a boy, you've got to be like, holy crap. Like, are you at any point right now, like, this is insane what the beauty industry is? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so much. It is. It's it so is much. an incredible amount. But that's the thing, too, is like. Like, people don't understand. Like, even just like sitting here listening, like, people being like, oh, I go to aesthetic school or beauty no, school. Like, they, they don't think get it. that, like, you, no. There is so much that you're even like, oh, yep. on the West Coast, it's this skin type and that. Yep. Like, it's totally crazy. No, yeah. it is. And um, this is a wild thing, too, that, like, I actually, I, this was one of the most significant things that I learned. And this will be kind of, like, probably off and, like, wild, too. But, like, Fitzpatrick skin typing based on how close they are to, like, even the equator. Because our UVB and our burning ray is so concentrated around that equator area. That's how we get our Fitzpatrick skin types. Oh, equator, you know, you're going to have your burning rate. So UVB is going to be very concentrated. You're going to have a, a richer Fitzpatrick. So five yeah. and six are totally going to be around that equator area. And then as you move up from the equator, you have a, the UVB gets less. UVA gets so much stronger. So your aging ray. So as you move up towards like through North America, up into Canada, even Alaska area, like your UVA, your aging ray is so strong. So like it's amazing too to see like 
that's how we get our skin types. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Dark, like it just richer to that fairer skin type. Like it's it's because of like where we're living on the map. Yeah. Like humidity, dryness, all of this is affecting not only our skin, but like our immune system function that's and our why cells people, like, and everything. Yeah, that's why people when you're living like in whatever part of the world, and I know like and I think being in this industry, I'm like, okay, I know that women will go mm -hmm. pay to get their hair done like sure. before anything. But what is so important is how we're like doing all sure. these things to be like, oh, we don't want wrinkles, we don't age, and we're Botox and all that stuff, but like we're not doing the basic things totally. that we need to be doing. Like this needs to be a class in high school. It so does. That we all can be Even before arms. that. Yes. Like we see our little babies sitting I out know. here. Like I have a seven year old daughter. I know you have, you have a seven <laughs> yeah. or eight year old son. Yeah. Like she. I, and you I just like saw how pale he was, by the way. Yeah, like, and my daughter's like, the same. She's very fair. <laughs> like blonde hair, blue eyes. She's very fair. My daughter's the same. She's blonde. She has Are you those taking green... notes also? Dalton's back yes. there with <laughs> She has those, like, she, when you have those fairer features, like, you, certain, like, exposure to sun like it's not for you yeah like you have sure. no matter who you are even if you are Richard Fitzpatrick you need a little bit extra coverage just because you have melanocyte function extra in the area Richard five and six Fitzpatrick's you still need help yeah. Like you need help because it's going to be irregular and that stimulates that other like immunity process in your body yeah so totally like it's 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 wild to think that the Skin health correlates so directly with not only like external things and beauty, mm -hmm. but like this correlates directly with your gut health. It correlates directly with your your dental, like what's yeah. going on. Everything, every aspect with your health, it it starts with your largest organ, yeah, which is your skin. Well, so, I love that. Totally. I love how educated you are. It makes me so happy. Sorry, we were talking no, about where you're working, kind of what you've done, yeah. but like even moving out to the West Coast, yeah, like you had to kind of alter, not alter totally. a little bit, but just like there was a lot more to learn, yes. even just moving. So, yes. what did you kind of jump into? Because it seems like you haven't done the traditional. I mean, I know you did for a little bit, but you haven't done like what most people think of aesthetics, which is like like just typical spa route. You've definitely yeah. been a lot into the medi totally. um, side of it. So, yeah. which I know is like your thing and like yeah. your passion. So you yeah. did that for a little bit. Um, yes. You've done teaching yes. for a little bit. Totally. So after, um, when I moved to California, I did a little bit of like just consultation work after um, Cosmolon, after kind of doing clinical trials with them. Um, just because when I started to see like correlations in skin types and how they were being addressed, I wanted to see how other brands were doing it too. Because mm -hmm. it seemed like all these brands had the same info and it truly, these professional brands are all attacking things so differently. They mm -hmm. all have such a different philosophy of skincare. And it's really about making sure, like, your philosophy matches with what you're carrying's philosophy. And it's mm -hmm. there's so many different, like, offerings there. So um, after that, I, I went more to, like, the dermatology route. Um, I was working with hydrofacial, training for hydrofacial as well. Um, like, such a great device, just really, really good ingredients and products. Um, and from hydrofacial, like, one day I just, I was able to get connected to um, Dr. Paul Nassif. Um, and he is such an amazing doctor in Beverly Hills. I'm sure you guys have all seen him on Botched. Um, but just being able to connect to him, help him kind of develop that hydrofacial booster as well. He has this hydroglucan with hydrofacial, um, just to kind of see how he works, see how that office space works and just that fast paced environment. Um, like he, it was wild. He didn't have an esthetician at the time. So he actually immediately brought me on. He hired me and I was his esthetician for, you know, almost two years. And it, it was amazing to be able to do his, like, pre- and post-op care and just even, like, seeing the filming of Botched. Like, yeah. 
like how wild like that's where and I, I know I told you earlier like that's where it, that's where it all started I was sitting in my dorm room at University of Tennessee like watching botched like I called my mom and I was like watch this episode this is what I want to do so yeah. you would never think that like that came full circle I, I went to my interview I had to I had to sign an NDA a non-disclosure yeah. agreement to be able to interview with the company so being from here I was just like why are you making me sign a non-disclosure yeah. agreement to interview me um but it, it was really just because like they you know that proprietary information and like what they have going on there yeah. it is like it's serious stuff. So I, I ended up coming on staff with him and I was his esthetician for, um, yeah, almost two years and just, uh, just kind of working and seeing that pre and post-op care. Like it was truly amazing and getting to work with like so many amazing physicians. Like I, I, I truly learned so much, not only about like pre and post-op care, but about acne pigmentation. I see, I, I got to see a lot of different people coming from different areas of the country and like mm -hmm. world and just seeing a lot of different skin and how it's reacting to the type of UV that it's it's experiencing. So I know it's that wild. underlying you've had a passion for helping people. Yes. And I know that that really grew there. I know that that really like was something that you, you've always gravitated towards that. And totally. I think that that's so important to point out too, is like your drive behind all of this, like has to be like the love for people, educating people, helping people. Um, and so I know that that's your, your like number one priority in sure. all of this. So, um, as you're choosing where to work and all of that stuff, I think that that's an important message for people is to really identify like your why, um, why you're in this industry, why you're doing what you're doing and how sure. can you make the career from that. So how do you kind of put that into play? Yeah, I'll also, I'll say too, identifying your strengths is is so important. Um, your strengths and also what you like, like you don't need to ignore that. You're gravitated and you're pulled towards certain things for a reason, mm -hmm. like 100%. Um, that energy is like taking you in a certain direction totally for a reason. Yeah. Um, like I said, I thought I had everything mapped out wanting to do makeup mm -hmm. and I got in school and it was just like, no, you can correct this. You can yeah. fix this and there's another path for you. Um, so I think it's just like, don't ignore what, what your mind is telling you, what your heart is telling you. Like that's the most important thing. Like you're not wrong. You know yourself better than anyone else. Yeah. They can give you a lot of information, but you need to take that time for yourself and see sustainably as a career what can I build and what yeah. can I do? Because if I can't be around people every single day in the treatment room, mm -hmm. you, you might want to go towards something else. Like yeah. if, if you're not good one-on-one -on -one with people, you may just, you you know, like even education is a good route because you're around a lot of different people at a lot of different times. So I think just not ignoring what your gut and your heart is telling you, like mm -hmm. that's, it's pulling you there for a reason. I like, think it can be so scary, especially when you're somebody that's like mapped everything out and you're like, well, what mm -hmm. if I do this? What if I follow this? door that's opened up, but like, it's going to be scary and I'm going to mm -hmm. have to make a lot of changes. Like mm -hmm. what if it doesn't work out? But I think what I found as I've gotten older and like where I'm learning mm -hmm. to trust myself so much more is like that opportunity is there for a reason. And like, yes. you've got to just chase. I know so many people have been along with me, like on this journey yeah. um, and kind of where we're going, but it's, we keep saying it all the time. I mean, Dalton and me and Rob and Mark will have these conversations where we're like, well, it's crazy. It was like, a led to B, led to C, led to D. Like, it's crazy the way that those things happen. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know. Yeah. You know that feeling when you're like, okay, it's either time for me to leave. Whatever yes. situation you're in, whatever your yep. job you're in or whatever. Like, it's scary leaving yep. because I think, I don't know. I guess I thought we'd always just be like, there's this one job. Like, you graduate college and then you, yeah. like, have your job. And you I have your thought job that too. Until you're like, 
until you retire, yep. right? I thought I would be with the European Wax Center until I died. <laughs> yeah, and like you like have those thoughts in your head that like yeah. this is literally forever, but then, yeah. okay, but then a door opens and you need to go do that. And like sometimes like opportunities come and you're like, oh, I feel weird about it. That doesn't feel right. Like don't do that thing then, you know? Totally. But like there's a difference between something feeling off or like being like that's a bad vibe mm-hmm. or like this is just scary because I think growth is so scary and those feelings sure. of being like what are we doing what's happening like that's all just growth and change because just staying the same and being like oh this is like that's not meant for us like I don't no. think that like the just one path is meant for yeah. I don't know where we're gonna land I know you're kind of there too like I yeah. was like well do you think you'll ever come back like you don't know but don't like know. if something brings you back here like right now you're getting to see so much of mm. the United States at least and like maybe the world at some point, but I think like you'll find your place and you'll find kind of where you're meant to be, but at least now you're getting to scope it out. So tell us kind of what, or tell the audience at least what you're doing now, the product that you're working with and like your position in the company. Of course. So, um, right now I am the regional director of education, West coast and Midwest for cosmetics skincare. Um, so we're a professional skincare brand. Um, we also, the company Astral Brands also owns Butter London. We also own Alouette, which is a kind of just chain also like skincare company. Um, they also kind of support pure cosmetics as well. So they're a makeup line, they're an Ulta. I'm sure you guys are familiar with them as well. Um, so I just, I got connected to Astral and to cosmetics just because like I was, I really wanted to do that like very concentrated education. I mm-hmm. want to work with B2B. Like I want to work with consumers too, but I love connecting with estheticians who have that same mission and that brand value in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so hearing that they already love the products and like the reasons behind that why, like you're talking about earlier, like they just, it's, it's an amazing brand. I get to travel. I get to see on-site accounts and I get to help them and I get to build their clinic and I get to help their like just return on investment as well and build and kind of partner with my account executives that do sales. So I'm not good at sales. <laughs> um, I, but I, I feel like I approach sales as a consumer. So I, yeah. it's just always uh, that like educational value. Like this is why you need this. This is what you've brought to me as your concern. Um, we can literally incorporate one to two things and you can have like a whole different outlook on this. Yeah. Like totally. So um, that's what I do now. I, I A lot of time that I spend is remotely um, just kind of doing webinars and just kind of readjusting educational like protocols and stuff like that for spas. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like every other week I'm traveling to a different region, just making sure that they're good and they have that knowledge that they need on all of our products with cosmetics and just skin health in general and just support them in any way that they can. So. Have you seen the industry, like now that you're going in to meet with estheticians, mm-hmm. like on the regular, mm-hmm. like at tons of different places in the country, like I feel like things have changed so much in the industry since the time that you came into it yeah. um, to now. Like are you seeing people being like way more prepared than maybe you felt after because aesthetics has just blown up. I feel like there's just so much more information. Like, what are you seeing? Like when you go into these places, like, are you like, wow, these people really need like help with this product that we're carrying or they really need like more, more information. Like, what are you, what's your observation when you go in? Everyone has an amazing vision. Okay. Everyone has their own individual style. And I think that's the most important thing for you to keep. Yeah. Guests will return to you because they gravitate towards you and your individuality. I love they, that. You don't need to abandon what you feel. Mm-hmm. Even me being from here and going out to LA, they love me because I'm 
I'm so blunt with them. Mm -hmm. I'm honest with them. And I I don't, I will ruffle their feathers. Mm -hmm. I don't care to ruffle their feathers a little bit. Yeah. Like I want, I want to disrupt what they're hearing because there's so much static and just energy going on in that area right now. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Wait, how do you feel about this? Like, how do you feel different like, stuff going on? <laughs> I mean, um, do you feel like there's more misinformation? There's a lot of misinformation. Yeah. There, but to be honest with you, okay, no. There's a lot of information mm -hmm. with half answers. Yeah, you okay. You need that whole rounded out, like... That's a good way to okay, say Okay, like, why, though? Like, I hear dermatologists on TikTok, they do the very trendy thing of, like, well, you don't need a toner. And, it, okay, well, it's a very old school thing to think that a toner is adjusting your pH mm -hmm. of your skin post-cleansing because it's not now. Mm -hmm. Now we can use a toner to address hyperpigmentation. We have vehicleized and used this technology to, like, really facilitate these ingredients to dive so deep and make, like, very, very good correction, whether mm -hmm. it be, like I said, pig hyperpigmentation, acne, dryness, allopedic skin, mm -hmm. um, Pro, like companies are really doing their research. They mm -hmm. are really making technology super advanced with these amazing ingredients. So I, I don't think that you, like you, you, you don't have to be intimidated, but you also, there are so many options. Like there's so much for you to choose from. Like you don't have to just kind of like settle with one thing. Yeah. I think it's a good gateway into seeing, I think that like TikTok and Instagram and yeah. all that stuff has been really good for people to see what is actually happening. Like sure. if we're, I mean, we're living in Knoxville. So if, you know, there's people that haven't been into like a mm -hmm. high-end spa or in to get services, right? I think mm -hmm. it is a good like peek into the industry, but you're sure. right. I think like there's so much more. It's like great to give like a glimpse, sure. but there's just so much more that goes into it. And I yeah. think you have to like, again, it's kind of like when you started, I think we would probably say a lot like, well, YouTube isn't school. Like, so don't just trust YouTube. Yeah. I think now we're just at the point where we're like, don't trust everything you see on TikTok. Don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a trend that was going viral. That was like, don't everything. do this I mean, skin. even dermaplaning. I mean, oh, yes. I see so that many That is like a big one, right? <laughs> I see so <laughs> many people. I like the first one. I see so many people do it, like um, getting the little tools to like shave the vellus hair off their face. Yeah. And even things like that. It's like, you have to know how to follow it up. Like, you need to follow it up with like a metabolic or chemical exfoliant to digest what you kind of even pushed back into those follicles. Yeah. It could create a little bit more congestion there, even though you feel like you're removing and creating a really smooth canvas. So it's all about like order of operations. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, That's a really good way to put it. It goes back to school. Yeah. Like it truly, it goes back to your basics. And no matter how long you've been in this industry, I work with people who They've been in the entry for a lot longer than I have. They worked with the line that I am teaching them for a lot longer than I've worked with this line. Mm -hmm. But it's all about just like reminding them like skin works the same way no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. It's it's about healing and it's about like taking it back to that like homeostasis of the <laughs> cell in general, you know? So it's like you have to make the cell as healthy as possible because your body's meant to heal itself. Your body can heal itself. Mm -hmm. It's the extrinsic like environmental factors here and the way that we live our life, that is what like mirrors what's going on with on our outside of our bodies. So yeah. it's it's really just about creating that healthy balance and like bringing things into our life that really just like support like what we truly want. If you're fighting against yourself all the time, yeah. you're going to be, you know, you're going to be stressed and yeah. your, your body's going to show it. So. so how do you recommend people find estheticians? Like, what is the way to find professionals? Like, what questions should just, like, the everyday person ask when they go see somebody? Like, if it is 
um, you know, if you're just kind of getting introduced to this, like I said, I think all of us like start getting our hair done yeah. at like a younger age or whatever before we will yeah. go into, I think like we hit this point. If, if you're getting services done and you're like 16, like you're so lucky and I'm like yeah. so jealous of you, but so, totally. like our kids, our kids, <laughs> literally my seven year old daughter yes. has an entire skincare routine cause she has rosacea and I'm like, <laughs> Stop. I love that she's on a routine already. That is the best thing. Um, I, I really want to see videos of her like nightly skincare routine and be like taking tips yeah. from her. But how do you suggest that people, you know, find this that are just now getting into this or just hearing, you know, that there are ways to fix this? Like, how do you find someone? Um, I think going, finding a licensed professional and finding someone who is very established and who also like speaks to the same things you're speaking to. The things that you think in your mind and the things that you like vocalize as your concerns, Mm -hmm. they're not only your concerns. So many people and so, you know, just so many humans in general have had these issues as well. So many people have suffered from acne. Yeah. So many people have hyperpigmentation. They're everyone is you do aging. You kind of think that it's just you. I think you for do. a while until you're at a certain age, you do kind of think that you're like alone in you this. Do. So like it's just you going through this or you don't want to like talk about you it because you're like self-conscious of it. But yeah, yeah. that's a great point is like yeah. everyone's gone through this. And no, like you've everybody, got to find somebody that can help. It, everybody's going through the same thing at a different, in a different phase and at a different speed I totally I totally think that and that's why too it's about like being as gentle with people as possible right like um, your esthetician is going to be nice to yeah, you absolutely <laughs> yeah that's a lot of a lot of times too like people just go to their esthetician to get a little massage oh, and yeah. it, I, I'm not gonna lie like that's my least <laughs> that's one of my least favorite things is like I want you to have good results from this but if somebody comes to me and they're compromised and they're telling me you know I don't get a lot of physical touch you like you need to massage their face. Yeah, you need to give them that time, and you need to talk to them, and you need to be there for them because you, like I said, nobody, you never know what someone else is going through. We're, mm-hmm. it's like we're all living the same life on a different channel. Mm-hmm. Like truly, we're yeah. all we're all um, doing the same things, just like at a different speed here. Yeah. So it's you have to be, you have to approach it very gently, and um, like yeah, you never know what somebody's going through. So it's not only about, like, those ingredients that you're giving them, but also, like, that healing touch that you're giving them. That was mm-hmm. one of the biggest things I learned in that oncology class that I took was that, like, I had never heard this before. This is something I feel like I should have learned in, like, grade school. But, like, each of us need, um, like, four hugs, like, healing touch a day, like, heart-to-heart hugs. Like, if you're a healthy person, you need four hugs a day to maintain health. I'm, like, a, an extremely, like, affectionate person, and yeah. that seems like a lot. Like, I don't feel like yeah. most people are getting no, that at all or anywhere near that. Yeah. So think about, like, a compromise, like, in the oncology class, they they brought in different people who were kind of, um, they were going through, like, cancer and radiation treatments at the time, or they yeah. had already gone through these treatments. Um, when they're going through that, or when they have that compromised system, they need 12 heart-to-heart hugs at like five seconds to provide that even like healing touch that they need and healing touch we know it's only bringing circulation like to the area so we literally just need like humans need touch we need human interaction we need communication with other people i think a lot of times like we try like we get scared we're very intimidated that was me when i was younger before i like met so like so many amazing people that Mm -hmm. supported me like uh, until i felt that I never had that even, like, need to reach out to someone else. And, like, yeah. now, like, that's, like, not only now you've I, like, given me. Now I, like, rely on it. Yeah, like, I do. It's like, yeah, for I sure. I love it. 
um, even like with, with women before, mm -hmm. like not only Tennessee School of Beauty, but before like the beauty industry in general, I think women have a tendency to feel very, um, not only just like quietened, but mm -hmm. like these are, this is, this is what you're meant to do. Mm -hmm. And we have to find our purpose like very early in life, even when we're still developing. Mm -hmm. So when you're still getting to know yourself, like we have society pushing us and telling us like, these are the things you have to be doing. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's not necessarily true. Like, mm -hmm. you can, you can do anything you want. You can do anything you want. And yeah. I think that's so huge to be able to say that, like, like, there are so many things out there in life. Like, even right now, I feel like I have, you know, not, not being overly confident, but I feel like I've achieved everything that I've wanted to here. So mm -hmm. that's where you asked me earlier, like, what's next for me? Mm -hmm. I want to build things for other estheticians and I want to build things for other people to be able to do and feel the same things I have felt. But then like, I don't know what's like, what's next for me. I don't like it's, I'm excited to see. Yeah. Because like, I feel like it's all been, yes, planned out very well. But after this, like, this is as far as I've seen, mm -hmm. like in my youth right now, sitting with you, like truly, yeah. this is as far as I have seen. So, um, like just continuing to set those goals for yourself, mm -hmm. like you're gonna achieve them. Yeah. You're going to. Like yeah. it's meant for you in your life. Nothing that's meant for you is gonna miss you. Yeah. I ever. Agree. Ever. I don't think anything that's meant for like any of us is gonna miss us. Yeah. And I think if it is not meant for you, it will glide by you slowly. Mm -hmm. It will Yeah. <laughs> it'll stick a dagger in your heart and yeah. it'll hurt you that you missed it. But there's a reason that you missed that yeah. opportunity because something bigger is meant for you and your value here is, is greater. Yeah. Like and you're, you're going to bring something like huge. I still feel like you found it younger. Like I do feel like yeah. you weren't like super old finding this, but I do think that there's a moment of like really understanding that yeah. and being like, it doesn't have to be right now no. that I do this thing that I'm like dying. You just have to make the steps towards it. And I think like, like you said, like those goals are going to come true for you. If they're meant for you, like mm -hmm. it will happen. And I think yeah. that that's such an important message. And like, had we heard that like younger, know. you know, like, but it's, it's I don't know if I would have even listened to it. Yeah. That's I don't. true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely true. Mm -hmm. Well, I've loved this moment. Like I said, I I'm so excited that we got to do this because mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, seeing what you've done and like what you've accomplished. I mean, I was telling Dalton and them like, I don't know if it was a year ago or two years ago. My time is like so off because of COVID. It's like a year ago. But when yeah. we were going to come out to LA yeah. and being like, okay, I'm so excited. I'm going to get to hang out with you and I'm going to get to see you yeah. like in that element. I almost think it's like more special that you've it come is. back um, and so. been able to like kind of do it here in Knoxville. And I know that yeah. you said like you were in Cincinnati. This trip wasn't even supposed to like yeah. happen. Like you were like, I'm randomly going to come home for mm -hmm. a little bit. So I think that it's awesome. I think that you have so much left to give to the industry. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you do with it. And I'm just so proud of you. And I'm so, um, just so proud to see like the woman that you've become Thank and you. to see like what you've done in your career. I think it's so special. And I'm just so thankful that we had this Thank time. You. Yes, me too. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much for being here. Okay. So we can follow you at what is your new Instagram handle? So my personal Instagram is your epidermis is showing. It's you are 
epidermis is showing. And then my um, like business Instagram will be SD underscore underscore Amanda. Okay. So you can follow me, follow me either one. You'll see a lot of my daughter's ventures and going yeah. to school <laughs> and a lot of my like silly quirky things you on. You really make us want to move showing. to California. That's what I'll say. It's like every story I'm like, okay, so we're moving to LA. This is going to be great. Can't wait. Um, Yeah, definitely motivate us for that. So yeah. thank you so much for being here. We will definitely put, um, we'll make sure we tag Amanda, put the links in the bio. Also, if any of you are looking for an amazing new line to bring into your professional clinic, treatment room, or retail space. Um, I am, like I said, I'm a regional education manager for cosmetic skincare. We're based in headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, there are other amazing account executives that I can get you guys like um, situated with. They'll place your orders, but it's an amazing professional line and it addresses like so many different concerns. So if you're looking to replace your line right now, cosmetics is an amazing option. And do you know the Instagram for that? Like where they can follow uh, at that? At Cosmetics. Okay. At Cosmetics. C-O-S-M-E-D-I-X. Awesome. Well, yes. thank you all so much for watching. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure that you um, ring that bell to make sure that you are notified when new episodes come out. Make sure that you follow, subscribe, like, do all the things for us. And we are brought to you by L'Oreal Access and Lead. So thank you all so much for sponsoring this episode. Stay tuned for even more great content on Beauty School Bobby. Bye guys.